This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I just wanted to give a little trigger warning up top. Me and my guest today, Ryan O'Connell, who I never fully get to introduce in the episode because we were so excited to immediately start talking to each other. Ryan and I, we do discuss drug use in this episode. So I just wanted to give you a heads up and to also introduce my gorgeous guest of today's podcast, Ryan O'Connell. So please enjoy. And the high school kids were all fucked up, touching each other. Oh my God, our 40 ounces was never enough. We want to pass out in your yard. We want to pass out. Yeah, that's basically it. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? Like teen angst? It's, I love teen angst. Yeah. I feel... Yeah. I feel that teen angst, honestly, re- like... Sits more with me now than it even did when I was a teen. Sure. Well, I saw the movie 13 when I was probably like 15. Yes. And I was like, why is someone not punching me in the face? Yes. And why am I not snorting someone's prescription pills? I was furious. I was furious. And weren't they also doing like whippets or like nitrate? Like they They were were. doing dust off. I wanted to be, I wanted to be so bad, but I was not good at being bad. But like. I, I, I wanted to get fucked up. I wanted to get yeah. addicted to drugs. And, like, no one would let me. It was, like, so rude. I was bad. Like, I was, like, doing drugs and, sure. like, drinking and stuff. But I knew girlies who were 13 bad. Yeah. And that scared me. Well, usually, like, you have one of two ways. If you're like that 13, you you can go the Drew Barrymore route, which yeah. is that you can actually be sober and stabilized at 15. Yes, 16, yes, yes, yes. Or you can just be dead. <laughs> I'm. Isn't it? Not to bring the room down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I really. I'm mean, talking about like before we started recording, we were talking about like heroin, opioids, sure. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I did feel like there was a point where the bad girls in middle school were bad, 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 and you either capped it off with just like, you know, drinking pot, maybe some cocaine use, maybe the occasional Xanax, whatever. Yeah, I did. Or then you went full tilt on heroin. Well, my there was no heroin in my high school, but senior year, we Ventura, like people would go to Tijuana, Marissa Cooper style, of course, and get pills. Yes. Okay, and I didn't do that, but someone I knew came, like, like took my order. You know, yes, my senior year, yes, yes, I was like, yes, "What yes. would you like?" And yes. I and I said, "I wanted Xanax and Somas. Somas were a muscle relaxer. I feel like I'm gonna age myself." <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, know what they are. Because Somas were like all the rage in my high school senior year. Like there was like like people were just on muscle relaxers like all the time. It was very weird. First of all, it's it's a weird drug to do because I did them and I was like, mm, this is it. Like I literally like, did it feel good? 
I don't know because like you're an unreliable narrator when you're 17. So right. like you can just project any experience you want to have on it. And then abracadabra, it's that. Right. It's very, we tell ourselves stories in order to live by Joe Nidian. Right. So like I can't, I can't actually like s- tell you like what it really felt like. But I mean, it felt like what I wanted to feel like, which right. was just like dreamy and fun and floaty. Right. But like it could have been giving placebo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? No, all, I know. All I know is that like we would take them and then I would like make out with the sky and then like feel like we you know what I mean totally and then like that was it I think (laughs) I think I was like uh, one time I was given oxy to snort Ooh, yeah, I've been and there. I've been there. Oof. I snorted it. Yeah. And yeah. like, I swear it was like a sugar pill. Like, I swear oh, it was well, like. Well, that is sugar pill. Because, honey, if you snorted oxy and you yeah. didn't feel anything, it ain't oxy. Yeah, Let me tell you something about that. Okay. <laughs> because I, the first time I ever did oxy, LOL, I was at the new school. Yes. I was, I was probably 20, 21. There was a girl in my class that was from New York that was always crying. And mm. I was like, she knows where the drugs are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally was like, I'm my radar. I'm my radar. My yeah, Britney. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> the way like, you walk. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the way you talk. <laughs> yeah. So basically, she, so she gave me, she gave me Oxy. This was 80 milligram. They got rid of this, I think, because people were dying so often. Yeah. But it was like when 80 milligrams would hit you all at once. Then mm. it became time release because they were like, people need to stop dropping like flies because we're losing our consumer base. Um, and I remember I took one. I went to go spring away. I went to go see Spring Awakening on Broadway. <laughs> original, original cast. Original cast. <laughs> By the way, I'm not a musical theater bitch, so like I had no idea. I literally was like, "What is this?" I literally was like, and then it was like casually like Liam Michelle and Jonathan Groff, and I was like, "Who cares?" Okay. I literally was like, I don't know this world. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I remember being so high, like it was actually unreal. Yeah. And then I remember like bouncing around Manhattan like a pinball machine and just like like basically feeling like I was levitating and it was like the best night of my life. And then the next day I was I was vomiting for like 48 hours uh, afterwards. It was like Trey Brutal. But it truly was uh, incredible. Not to like be <laughs> pro-drugs, of course. I'm sober now. Well, you know, <laughs> we, we give trigger warnings before yeah. all of these episodes or we discuss such yes, things. Totally, totally. <laughs> but it was it was it was um it was really fun. And then but in high school it was really just somas, it was Xanax. But it was more about the performance of taking those drugs rather than actually taking them. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? It yes. was like not that deep for me. It was more of like I wanted to say that I started a Xanax off of a Rolling Stone magazine. Right. But like what that actually means, the jury's still out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to backtrack. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have fun, <laughs> backtrack. back, have fun backtracking from Oxy yeah. and Spring Awakening. Um, Good gonna, luck with your projects. I'm going to need to backtrack. Um, <laughs> that gorgeous song that we heard in the yeah. beginning, yeah. that was Knights of the Living Dead by Tilly and the Wall. Yes. So our listeners are like, okay, we're talking about somas. We're talking yes. about, you know, Oxy. Sure. What year are we in? We're in 2005, baby. We're in 2005. Yeah, which by the way, it's like somehow chic now. I think. I it's, think. I think it absolutely is chic now. It's well. It's before. It's it's that moment. It's that brief moment of life before indie sleaze, which is now having a moment. Yes. But it like indie sleaze was more when I was living in New York, which was like yes. it was like Cobra Snake. It was uh, Beatrice in. It was the misshapes. Of course. And that, and that was like that actually truly probably did start two thousand five because I remember I went to the misshapes in two thousand five. My first time going to New York, which was right after wow. high school, which truly was exactly what, you know, 
big city, big like you know, like it's like what like, you wanted it to be. I can't believe yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a thing. Or I like, remember New York is just here. Like, I know, and, yeah. and and there's all of this. Oh my god! I know. Yeah, yeah. It actually is really shocking. No, it's mage. It's absolutely mage. It's. Well, okay. So the year's 2005. Sure. Hold on. I want I want people to get in the mood. So just to sort of, you know, because now I think 2005 is more relevant than ever. It is. Yeah. Just to sort of tell people what was going on. I'm going to tell you the most popular television shows people were watching in 2005. Okay. okay. Number one. Criminal Minds. Okay. I'm like, isn't that still on? Yes. No. Is it really? No, it's not. Oh, God. Grey's Anatomy. Oh. I never okay. Fu- I never fuck with that. Me either. Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay. No. Uh-uh. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's it's me or the dog. I've never watched this show, but it's I want to. It's me or to. the dog? Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's probably like a show on CBS right now called <laughs> It's Me or the Dogs. You know what I mean? Like It's yeah. literally like the sequel to me. It's all those It's Me or the Dog heads. It's a reboot. You know what I mean? It's literally like, okay. That's actually what we're writing together no, after this. totally. It's me or the dog. It's yeah. me or the dog. It's spelled D-A-W-G-S. Z. Oh, okay. This is uh, collaboration? Collaboration. Yeah, yeah, collaboration. yeah this is, Let's call it building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Oh, okay. I don't care. Spiral 8. Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. Um, so you think you can dance huge. I don't care about that. Intervention. Oh, I loved Intervention. But that I didn't, was... I didn't watch it then. I watched Intervention like in college, but not in high school. I watched it in high school Loved and it. I remember certain epi- episodes of Intervention being like, be, I was I was like scared. Like Christy on meth that was like, I'm going to do what I want. The government does. Yes. Like, and it was like iconic. Well, obviously there was um, Dust Off Girl. Oh, Allison. Yeah. Walking on Sunshine. Yeah, I'm walking on Sunshine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I'm walking on Sunshine. Yeah. Bless her. Bless her. I think she's sober now. I love that. Yeah. I hope so. Um, the last ones I'm going to say, because, like, who really cares? Prison Break. No, don't care about that. Deadly Women. Deadly did, Women? I did love Deadly Women. What's that about? It's, it's like, you know, like, sort of about women? women that kill. Oh! Deadly okay. Women. And then something that I did watch, and I, you know, I actually, I did watch Bones. Bones? Did you ever watch Bones? No, but Bones is like one of those shows that like it's on for 20 seasons. Yep. Everyone that works on it became yep. a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. But like it's like Rizzoli or Niles. Mm-hmm. It's like giving like it's giving Rizzoli and Niles. It's giving Once Upon a Time. Yes. Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Once. Once. It's giving Castle. Do you know what I mean? It's like those yes. kinds of shows that you're literally like, who are these people? But also they're very rich. And I think the the shows that were more for us, the comeback, obviously. Oh, beyond. I, but I remember watching it when it came out being like, I I don't get that. Like, I remember being like, this yeah, is uncomfortable, and I don't understand, and being like, oh, well, it was like, and now it's way ahead of its time. No, it was beyond. It was absolutely beyond. But like, now it, I watch it, and I'm like, oh, it made everyone so uncomfortable. I know it did because it felt real. Because it was kind of. I was gonna say because like there is something. I feel that way now. Yeah. And, like, I haven't even had a big enough thing to come back from. And I, like, still feel like I... You feel like Valerie Cherish? Yeah, sometimes. You're like Jane, cut. You're, like, trying to cut the podcast. That? You're like, cut, cut. (laughs) Actually, can you leave that out? I don't want to be known that I relate to Valerie. No, I can't. That's actually very embarrassing. Jane, stop. In the pilot episode when she's at the Chateau and she sees... 
Is it Ryan Seacrest? Oh, that's season two you're talking about. It's with Andy Cohen. Oh, Andy Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, gay database. Gay database. That? <laughs> I was like, be about filing. I'm yeah, in my files. Like, I'm in my files. I'm in my like, files. Okay, um, there we go. Uh, what's that Tom Cruise movie where he's like doing all the things with the orbs? That's literally every Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, well, in 2005, sure. you were in Ventura County. I was. And I feel like also like what we need to talk about is like reality TV at that time yes. was Chef's Kiss because it was still pretty new. Yes. Uh, and so people were their authentic selves. So we had Rich Girls, which I think came out 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. I inhaled Rich Girls. Like What truly... was Rich Girls? Excuse me? I don't know Rich Wait, Girls. Wait, you've never heard of... Do you know Rich Girls? Jane? <laughs> Yeah, Jane. Does, does do you Jane know Rich know? Girls? So, is it on Bravo? Like no. Rich Girls was on MTV. It starred Allie Hilfiger. Tommy oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. I do and know this. Jamie Gleisher. Yes, no, no, no. I do, I do remember this because Allie Hilfiger, I remember she, they famously, I grew up going to Nantucket. They had a house on Nantucket and I remember wait, wait, them. Up, wait, what, what? Going to Nantucket oh, like, oh, I in the summer. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm not fine. Megan Trainer. Okay, no. Um, she did, Megan Trainer grew up on Nantucket. Wow, um, good for her. I know, escaped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember that show because I remember it was like 2004 or something, and there was like a rumor going around. I don't know if it was true. They were like shooting it at their big house in Nantucket. Ridge, they did shoot in Nantucket. They also shot. I mean, they shot all over the place. They shot in their Connecticut home, the Hillfigger Connecticut home, where where Allie Hillfigger had a nervous breakdown because she realized that she had no life skills and wasn't ready to grow up. And so she, <laughs> to prove to herself that she could be an adult, she went to Whole Foods to try to make a burrito, and she literally is like fucked up the entire film thing. Like she's in a Xanax haze, and so she literally is. Like she goes to Whole Foods like with her Birkin, like like literally like looking insane, being like, "Hey, do you know where the rice is? Do you know where the beans are?" And then she like tries to make a burrito, but she can't, and she has like a full nervous breakdown. It is honestly insane television because they did not know how to. There was no point of reference, right. so they didn't know how badly they were going to get screwed. So people right. get like Jamie Gleisher, her friend, who always was unsoothed and chain smoking forty thousand Marlboro red cigarettes, was like. Like, trying to, like, lose her virginity on prom night. Like, they talked about sex. Like, it was very unfiltered in a way that would never fly. And it was just a very... I mean, it was truly LMAO. You can watch the episodes, I think, on YouTube. YouTube or something. It is... Greta, it's, like, incredible I, I need to watch it. It is incredible. So, you were, like, in high school... Were you, well, did you, how big was your high school first? So I went to a really kind of strange high school. So Ventura is kind of a, it's like a middle class, borderline blue collar beach town. Uh, Like think Laguna Beach, but like with sprinklings of meth in the sand. Mm, You know what I mean? Love. And uh, it was very beautiful. And very close to Santa Barbara. Very, honey, and I'm an an SB girl. There you go. I am. I am. Like when I get away. (laughs) I got to ask you. <laughs> I know, you, you know, you might, like, I, I just went to Palm Springs because I, like, keep, like, by law as a gay man. I yeah, you there need to be like, I like it, I like no, it, I like it, I like it. There, like, literally, like, non-consensual. Yes. I'm literally, like, what am I doing here? Yes. And I, I went I went last week and I truly was so unsettled because the desert really does unsettle me. Like, something yes. ain't right, something yeah. ain't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'm like, I, I am a Santa Barbara girl and I just need to, I need to hold myself accountable yeah. on this podcast and just be like, You're stop an SB going, girl. Stop going to Palm Springs. Stop going to Palm Springs. And can I say, I'm yeah. right there with you. Oh, good. Because, like, I've had fun in sure. Palm Springs. Sure. I have. Yeah. 
spiritually <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, have you? Yeah. hold you to task okay i'm like your gay friends might have but spiritually yeah i'm an sp girl totally so i had sp in one corner i had ohi in the other corner it's, it's really funny to see the bougification of ohi yes like honey it was just a stream and a creek you yeah. know what I mean? It was like yeah. some woman burning some incense and like an ice cream shop. And <laughs> yeah, that was it. and that like, was you it. You would come to Ventura because Ojai was so sleepy deepy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, now it's like the butcher's daughter and I the know. Venice. And you're like, literally like, are you okay? It's very, it's giving artisanal. Yeah. And it's like, honey, like go to sleep. You yes. know what I mean? Uh, that's not the Ojai. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you're and like, then, I miss when it was just a creek. Yeah, exactly. Like you just go there and get like stoned yeah. and like go swimming in a swimming hole. Oh, yeah, it's a very idyllic. Wear you know. like burlap or Absolutely. something. Yes. So uh, then you had Los Angeles, which was an hour away. Right. So you could go there. So the proximity to culture was good, even though it didn't have any. Right. Um, but anyway, so I was really scared about my high school options because I was like, okay, there's two schools, Ventura and Buena. I felt like as a gay disabled person, I was like, honey, there's gonna be a bullseye on my G damn forehead. Right. I was like, we gotta go. You know? Right. Luckily, my my prayers were answered because a new school was founded a year before called Foothill Technology High School, which was a school for dot 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 technology. Now huh. in 2004, <laughs> that was medium rare, considering everyone was like still beep bop boop 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 on their hula packards. Right. But like I so I don't know like what they were trying to do, but I was immediately like I'm I want to go there. Because I knew that it was going to be a school for nerds. Which right. Which it absolutely was. Good. So I come limping up to fucking Foothill Tech, like 2005, brand new spanking school. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm literally the Regina George of the nerds. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I'm actually, and I, and I was. I was like kind of popular, not to be a bitch. And like sports were banned at my high school. I banned. love that. And th- we only had these things called Renaissance rallies, which were for people, awarding people on the honor roll. That was literally what we had. So we had two tiers of classes. I was hoping that it had something to do with like run fair. Oh, no. Although no. spiritually, we weren't far away from that. <laughs> there were a lot of LARPers at my school. <laughs> Honey, it was Geekamalik. It was Frex on a Lash. It was like, it truly, but it was amazing because like all the usual people who would be popular there, their power sources were cut off by not having right, sports. Right, right. So like, and there were two tiers of classes. There was college prep and there was like AP. And if you were in college prep, you were... You were ostracized. You were like a, like you were seen as stupid. Really? Oh yeah. You were like dumb, 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 dumb. And like you'd be shunned. Like truly. <sighs> and so I was, honey, she was in paradise. Yeah. You, know what I mean? you were like in AP. Yeah, you AP. were ruling the school. I was ruling the school. How big were your classes? I was like, God, I don't know, like third like 20 to 30. Okay. It wasn't super small, but it wasn't super big. It wasn't super big. I've I always think it's like, I would love the feeling of going to, like, a brand new school. It was brand new. In fact, the first year that I went there, half the school was still in trailers because the construction hadn't finished. That's so, so crazy. Yeah. So it was brand new. It was weird, though. It, g- it gave, like, prison vibes. I was like, who, honey, who, can, who like, approved this decorating scheme? I was like, honey, it's it's all gray. Going, it was all gray. Going to my, I will never forget, my first grade class was in a trailer because there was construction going on at my at the elementary school. 
People don't it's talk about scary. that. People don't talk about that. And when it well, it didn't really rain in Ventura, but yeah. like when it would rain, yeah. it was like being in a little tin it's can. It's not chic. Going, no. Learning math in a trailer, not chic. No. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't either. No, you need to be soothed by your environs. I like, need the paper cutouts. Sure. I need tchotchkes like of this. Course, you know what of I mean? Of course, yeah. I need to know that the teacher spent mm. their money decorating course, the yeah. classroom. I'm I'm holding space for your trailer and I want you to hold space for mine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, totally, exactly. Totally, totally. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was great because I just felt very accepted and I felt like very much like things that would have, you know, absolutely gotten my ass kicked at Ventura Bueno. Like I was celebrated for those things in Foot Tech. So it really was a godsend. Like, I truly feel like it was my like Gwyneth sliding doors that if I was like born any other time or whatever, like right. if I had to go to a place like Ventura or Buena, like what would have been like for me? Right. Because like I never got teased ever. In fact, I think as a defense mechanism, I kind of became like mean. Sort yeah. Of, to like kind of, you know. Like when you become the bully as a, a way to like to, to mask your yeah, own of course, stuff, of course. you yep, know. Yep, 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 yep. So people were a little intimidated by me, and yeah. I, made, I made it that way, obviously by design. Yeah, that that was your design. Yeah, that was your like master a plan. A little gay disabled bully, like better watch out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, lol. <laughs> but I was just like trying to survive. You know what I mean? I get it. I I get it. I also think like. I'm not pro-bullying sure. as someone that was seriously bullied and my bullying. You I, were seriously bullied? Oh, major. Well, when I was in elementary school, I was bullied by this cunt. We're going to bleep her name. By this cunt named. <laughs> yes. She Wait, that's fucking powerful. wrecked me. We're that's we're only gonna say it twice. That's it. We're not gonna say it anymore. Wow. I will call her Rachel from this time forward. No, you should call her Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny that you say Berlin, that. Berlin. It's funny that you say that because in my show, in like my hour yeah. show that I perform live, I've renamed her Paris. Oh my god, incredible. Um, but she just fucking like her bullying style was very uh pedestrian sure it was not you want her to invent more interesting ways to she you. she would threaten my parents lives oh, she would wait, say that she was going wait, to kill my wait, mom what yes wait this is babe where is she now in in a carolina i think Ooh, in a carolina in a carolina yeah. um she was really crazy. She just like what she did masterfully, I will say, was threaten the other girlies. So if the other girlies hung with me, oh. then they would be, you know what I mean? She so got she you was isolated. Yeah, she was really Smart. good at Smart. isolating me and yep. and having there be punishments yeah. for other people to fuck with me. Ooh, honey. And I was very small. I was like a okay. small okay, bragging. kid. Yeah. Okay, bragging. I was okay. very You're tiny. So, so three thin foot and eight. So pretty. <laughs> yeah. Not to be a bitch. Not to be a bitch. <laughs> I didn't have a growth spurt until I was in seventh grade. But yeah, I got bullied then. And then, you know, I just, this is, I just never felt like I fit in. Yes. I never felt like I, yeah, I just never felt like I really fit in. And then I got bullied again. And then I had a mental breakdown my freshman year of high school. Did you have to go away? 
Well, I was at boarding school. I had a mental breakdown at boarding school. Okay. Left boarding school. I feel like that's school. very common. I feel like that's almost like a prereq. Like you have yeah. To like, you have to have a nervous breakdown in boarding. Like if you haven't, it's actually like deeply embarrassing. No, it is. And I agree with you. Yeah. If you haven't it's had a cheek. nervous breakdown at boarding school, yeah. you are dead inside. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it just means you're going to have one later. Yeah. Uh, one, <laughs> you're going to be yeah. living through totally, one for totally, your whole totally, life. Totally. Yeah, yeah. But um, whatever. All to say is I... Don't think bullying is good. Sure. But I will say it makes you stronger. <laughs> well, it's like you do. It's so it's so you don't ever want it to be so on the nose and cliche. But it's true that like I went to my 10 year high school reunion, which I think was like the sort of last gasp of those things. It was it was barely it was like put together by scotch tape. Like there were like because with Facebook and everything, like no one cares. And, right. Well it's like I obsolete. can see what you're doing. Right. Like you're not coming to me after 10 years yes. where I haven't been able to witness. You're like, just listen to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh hello. <laughs> watch my show. Uh, watch Read my, show. my books. Hello. Yeah. Um but I I went and it was it was like it was like Romeo and Michelle, Billy Christensen. It was like it was like the guy that everyone thought was super hot is now really Looks like he got hit by a Mack truck. Absolutely, and he's definitely. But that brings me peace. to drugs and like not well, and like every like it was so weird. The men looked like absolute roadkill. Mm. Like it was actually shocking. I was like, "You're 28. You're giving 50." Right. The women looked flawless. Yes, but everyone was like heavy drink. There was definitely like some substance abuse issues, right. which I feel like if you stay in Ventura, like they're going to get you. Right. you know I mean? like, there's not much to do. Well, boredom. Yeah, it's a lot of boredom. But it was really, it was, it was sort of vaguely depressing in the way that like, you know, every movie has taught you right. that it will be. It was very much like the movie experience, which I was a little bit like, oh my God, like, right. be more interesting. I know. You know, like give me a curveball. Were you... Like the smartest in your class? No, absolutely not. Because like, well, because there was a lot of techie people. It was mm. Foothill Tech. So there was right. a lot of science, math people. It was mostly science and math, which is not my journey, obviously. Right. So no, there was like truly brilliant geniuses at my school. I always would find that like the super techie science and math, like mega nerds, to yes. me, those were always the biggest bullies. Like oh, low interesting. key. Like I always felt low key, like, because they would like look at you and they'd be like, Yes. And it's like, whoa, well, you're, you you're not even saying anything to me, but I know you want me to die. You can pretty much guarantee that they all hate themselves because they are nerds. And yeah. They, and they hate that. And, they, and especially when it's a straight white male nerd because they're so close to having absolute power. Right. But they can't they because can't. they're like smart and nerds. So they're yes. like really angry about the proximity to power. Right. Because they they're like, they're like, this is what they want, but they're like. Like it's giving. Well, it's giving Mark Zuckerberg. It's uh, giving revenge. It's giving. It's you know, giving whatever. not rubbed in zinc sunscreen yes, on totally. a fucking and a giant fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> which literally, we're like, where'd that come from? A big fat ass. I love big fat asses, and even that challenged me. I, <laughs> I literally was like, as a big fat ass enthusiast, I was like, I'm being challenged. Do you remember like being in high school and noticing who, like, if a teacher had a big fat ass? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. No, I didn't. I mean, I do, I remember having little crushes on male teachers. Yeah. Like weird ones. By the way, a total, total sneak peek of what was to come for me sexually. Were you out in high school? I got, I came out. Yeah, I came out my junior year very psychotically. How? Um, 
I there was a boy okay. that I really wanted to date. Okay. I saw him across the quad. He was wearing a Smith's muscle tee. I was like, mm. I was like, she's starting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's starting. And like a moth to a flamer, I was like, okay. Like, like I, did you just say like a moth to a flamer? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I need to date this person. In order to do that, I need to be out. Here's the deal. I didn't see a point, and this is very bleak, where, like, I didn't see a point coming out when there was, like, no reason to, in my mind. Right. Where I was like, oh, so I can just be single and sad and, like, troll MySpace for dick? Like, no, that's not my journey. Right. I need I need a reason. I need, like, a bulletproof vest. I need, like, a reason to, to, to do this big leap. You know what I mean? So then I met this guy, and I knew he was G. And I was just like, okay, like, let's party. So I came out to, like, everyone... I kind of knew very like rapidly. And then all my second and third tier friends, I had a sexuality reveal party, which is what? Yeah, which is like less harmful than a gender, gender reveal party. Wait, you know I mean? where did you um, do this party? I did it. Okay, so so I basically I went to I texted all my friends and yeah. I was like, guys, my mom's out of town. Come to my house for a secret that's gonna change all our lives. <laughs> By the way, if they didn't know I was gay before, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, you only come out once. Well, maybe maybe a lot of people, maybe it's actually more than once. Yes. But, um, so then the friends that already had known my like my inner circle, mm. they came with me to the mall to go to Spencer's Gifts. And I got like penis pasta. Yes. A lot of like Oh my God, penis gifts. pasta. Penis pasta. Phallic gifts up the wazoo. Yes. I made gift bags for every guest that was all gay. Mm-hmm. Penis, penis, penis. <laughs> And then I put up posters of Morsi and Mar and mm. like blah, 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 all over my living room. Icons. I decorated. Yes. And then I filmed a video with my little camcorder because I was like very Dawson Leary. And uh, I was like, it's a video of me like slow dancing with my best friend, Katie. And she goes in to kiss me. And I'm like, no, I can't, Katie. I can't. She's like, why not? I've liked you for so long. Like, why can't we be together? I was like, I can't tell you. It's too hard. She's like, tell me now. And I turned to the camera and I'm like, I'm gay, bitches. And then everyone's like, ah! Like, literally everyone freaked out. It was like, literally like like confetti, like... Man. Oh my god! It was god. crazy. And honestly, like, there's some gifts that you give yourself as a teenager that yes. you're like, "Wow!" Like, I'm so glad I had the foresight to be like, "I'm going to throw a giant I'm sexuality celebrate party. this," but like, have it in like in such a crazy way. I can't believe I did that. That's like slay, truly. Did you make the penis pasta? No, God, no. It's it's sold at Spencer's. <laughs> I yes. know. I mean, you think I was like artisanal Julia Child in the kitchen, <laughs> literally being like my pizza? Like, no, give me a break. I store bought that shit. No, absolutely not but it was really fun and then we all got drunk and like danced to the faint and like you know the faint and then and then you know the guy I had a crush on was there okay and he like showed everyone his dick <gasps> which I loved was that the first we IRL of, like it, dick yeah, you ever it saw was, it was wow Ventura was wild in terms of like the sexual experimentation that was happening. Yeah. We were very horny, obviously. Yes. And we all, all my group of friends, we started fucking at a, the exact same time. We all lost our virginities within like three weeks of each other. Like it was like truly In like, high school. Yeah. So, so did you lose your virginity to, to that, that guy. guy? So then that guy and I started dating. It was the summer between my, like my junior and senior year of high school. It was truly like criterion collection level of like coming of age chef's kiss mm. gorgeous can't believe this is happening to mm. me but you know what i mean it was yes. like it truly was havoon like it was like I it love. truly like i could not believe it it was magical it was just like 
you know, sleepovers every night, like spending all day together. It's so funny. Like when you're young, when you're a teenager, it's like you can talk to literally anyone for 12 hours. I know. Which is like literally like, first of all, what are you talking about? <laughs> You know what I mean? I, and I'm like, now people that I love, I can't talk to for more than two hours. Like, literally people that I, I love and share. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. But in high school, you were like, no, let's keep hanging out. And it's like, what are you talking I about? Know. What are you doing? I don't even remember, like, I don't even remember there being awkward silences. It was just like, like, it was like, everyone was I crazy. Know. I know. And I, re- I remember, like, like, there, I did that summer. I filmed a lot of my friends, just like whatever, like Dawson Leary vibes. And then my, my, I actually uncovered the footage or whatever and then like looked at it. And it's like, when you're that age, like you are spiritually on coke. Like literally, yes. it, was like, it was like me, like my friend Christy picking me up and be like, <laughs> and it's like literally like you're going to Ben and Jerry's. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like not that deep. Do you know what I mean? Like, but yes. it's like literally like, like it's just the the sheer energy and i feel like this too like talking to lol gen z like who i you know i'm spiritually godfather of and i am friends with the gen z community <laughs> and it is like it is so crazy are like, you friends with the gen z community? i am because actually what started it was is that i i i i worked on a show where the one of the actors was 23 okay and i was like there's no way that I'm going to bomb with them. They are 23. Like, Wait, was this Queer as Folk? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Finn Argus, shouting out, I love them. But but initially I was like, we're never going to be, we're never going to be friends. Right. We're never going to be friends. And <laughs> then, you know, you're in New Orleans for five months. Right. Shit happens. Right. You know what I mean? You start kind of being like, all right, what's yeah. going to do number five? Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, And, um, and like, I found Finn and I ended up becoming so close while we filmed and I loved them. And then through them, I met a bunch of their Gen Z kind of counterparts. And I was like, oh, the kid's all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I feel that way about it's funny because I was always the person that had older friends. Yeah. So like. Now I'm like, oh, of course I'm friends. I'm I'm cool to be friends with like a 22 year old, you sure, know. Sure. And my they co- are energizing. It's weird. No, they're they, energizing. They are energizing. I'm exhausted afterwards, but like I'm energized. I will. I do just and I and I th- am sure everyone felt like this generationally. Sure. But I think that they have had such a different experience because like we were really the generation of the internet sort of. Starting as a seedling yes. and then starting to blossom. They, they kind of entirely on the internet. In full bloom. It's like crazy. their whole life. Which by the way is like why a lot of them are not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I find myself like, like, social like like their mental health is like, you know, being raised on with the screen. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It really is. I feel glad that we got like the last gasp Me too. of normalcy. I do too. I, I, I'm so grateful that we had it in high school. I feel like you should be able to use the, the you should have you should have to have a license to use the internet the way you have to have a license to drive a car. And, and on I, that you know what note, what? we're gonna throw to a break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. agree that there needs to be licenses to use the internet yeah i mean you, i would give them i would still want to give them out to full-grown adults a hundred percent some people aren't okay uh, first of all i think that in terms of driver's license i think you should be retesting for that shit i think there needs uh, to be retesting weekly. road tests weekly. actually but also when someone is going through it and you can see on their online presence there's something kind of soothing there is it. something soothing we're all human vibes you know we're I, all going through it okay i, I just I find myself, you know, <laughs> I just find myself like, I I guess when I think about me in high school, and I feel like you and the things that you said during our conversation were probably similar. Like, I was so emotional, yeah. and I was so like wholeheartedly yes. like living this like teenage like yes. mainlining. This. Yeah, like everything is all consuming, yes. and like this is me. Because well, like, you have no point of reference, right? You're, you're meeting so many feelings for the first time that you just don't understand, and you feel like every every feeling is going to be the one that ends you, and you just don't have that life experience to know that like it's not that deep and everything's gonna be okay. Do you miss that? Um, sometimes I have to be honest with you, like we, my boyfriend and I like started really opening up our relationship in the last year. And I feel like that's my version of like microdosing emotions. Mm. Like it's like, I get to have these like fleeting moments of connection with men right. that feel very fun and like kind of sparkly, but very, very, very low stakes yeah. and like doesn't kind of inconsequential. And that is my version of still getting, like, my life experience cut filled. Because, like, street people are broken. Like, I just watched Fleischman is in trouble. And it could be called I was, street people are in trouble. Oh, wait. I was truly just about to ask you, have you watched Fleischman is straight in trouble? Street people are really unwell. And it was truly wild. It was truly wild. And I think White Lotus kind of comment on this, too. And I think, like, my boyfriend and I were watching this because, you know, we're – he's 38. I'm 36. So, like, we're not – far from the ages of Fleischman. And it was so interesting watching these people be absolutely devastated by the choices that they've made, whether it be motherhood or marriage or whatever, and not actually ever interrogate like the systems in place that right. like, put them there. And also not even that, but like in the finale, the thesis, I mean, this is like not really a spoiler because it's a voiceover, but like the thesis is sort of like, yeah, you want to leave your husband and he was making you unhappy? Well, guess what? You just want to be younger. And guess what? You'll never be young again. So just right. deal with it. This is how life is. And like literally right. that's like, that's like supposed to be like hopeful dot, dot, dot. It's like actually insane. Right. <laughs> but I feel like, and it's like truly crazy because like I feel the older I get, like, my life just gets more expansive. And I think, like, that's how it should be, dot, dot, dot. Yes. But it is truly, like, insane because I think straight people are so conditioned 
to to kind of co-sign this misery, sort of like co-opt this narrative and be like, well, this is just how it is. Right. You know, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like when relationships, people are like, relationships are a lot of work, okay? You you go through it, you know, there's years where you don't like each other and you're like, really? Yeah. Like, does there have to be? Yeah, like, when, when people are like, it's completely normal to not have sex for five yes. years. And it's you're like, like, it's not, right. babe. And you're like, are you okay? And so I feel like it's so weird because I feel like since we've been on this like a kind of open journey, me and my boyfriend, it's like, we get to have these sort of like, teenagery experiences where we get to have these like very contained bottle episodes of like fun and then we go back to each other and it feels very it's just very fun and it keeps things alive it keeps our sex life popping through fucking other people because we're like seeing my boyfriend be desired by other men makes him more desirable to me after eight years i think that there's something going back to the idea that heterosexual people are broken which i do (laughs) I do agree with. I think that there's like, from what that we're now we're like so off the topic of being in high school, but whatever, I don't really care. Um, but I, I will remember like when I was in high school, yeah. I truly thought to myself, I'm never getting married because my parents were like in a miserable marriage. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never getting married. Are they still I, married? No, my well, they sorry. got my mom is dead and my dad is now remarried, but they like got a divorce when I was 21. Okay. Um, but they should have gotten divorced when I was nine. Were they kind of like, did they kind of say they stayed together for you? Yes, which I think it's is crazy. such bullshit. Because I was there being like, I remember being nine, being like, please, please. just get a divorce. Like, yeah. I don't want to be in this house with you guys screaming at each other all yeah. the time. But I think kind of to the point of like, uh, when you get older, you find yourself doing things where you aren't even questioning why you're doing it. You're like, right. I'm just doing it because I was taught that this is the way that it is. Yes. I think that when I look at Gen Zers or when I think about being in high school, the reason why I think it's so fun to talk about being in high school is to be reminded that we had like these little nubile brains, yes. you know, like, yes. and in many ways, even though I thought I was way smarter than I was and I thought I was way more fucking cool than I actually was, there were parts of that that were fun because yes. it's like, oh, I was genuinely forming something that I concocted, not in, not impacted by social media, right. not impacted by this like cultural need to I don't fucking know whatever I feel now right the order you get it's like there's no like need to brand yourself no it feels very pure it was very pure it was very innocent it was very like experiential like it was not meant to serve any larger period purpose rather than pleasure yeah and having your own fun with yeah. your friends you know what yeah. I mean I kind of I don't know but like I I'd always wanted to be a teenager I mean like I, it sounds corny but like I grew up watching like Beverly Hills 90210 yeah. and like Dawson's Creek and all these things and like I was like I want to do it I want to do adolescence like that's the most interesting time and even in my work like I still find myself I mean no one wants to buy teenage shows which is unfortunate so like basically I'm always drawn to like late bloomers like, yeah. like, like my character in special was like very much like an adolescent but like 28 very undercooked I just feel like I'm very I think it's just a really ripe time. Me too. I think it's such an interesting time. I know. I know. And it's like very, I don't know. I I still feel myself very inspired by high school and by a teenager. I mean, I also just had a really great teenage experience. I just feel like as painful as it was, like I had amazing friends. 
I got to have sex, which hashtag blessed. Yes. I mean, like, got to have lots of horrible bad sex, but yes. there's no such thing as good or bad sex. There's just sex. You know, I do say it. the famous quote of this podcast is that all high school sex is bad. Oh, of course. There's no way yes. it's good. No. But here's the deal. You're, it doesn't, you don't, again, no point of reference. No point of reference. So you're just, I mean, and there are so many people not fucking. Yes. And that, like, you're just like, I'm so glad that I'm fucking. I remember. I remember I was actually having this conversation yesterday with my friend Patrick and I was like, I just popped into my mind. There was a point when it was me and one other girl and we were the only two people that we knew of in our class that was Mm -hmm. fucking. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the fact that there was a point in time, like now we're all in the same room and we're all fucking. You know, uh, like, speak for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but there was a point in time where you were the minority. No, no it was crazy, and like you do feel like you've been anointed. Yes, and you were part of a really exclusive club, and then you would seek out other people that have been fucking. Yeah, and literally you would turn into Samantha from Sex in the City. Yes, like, well, I like doing it this way, and you literally thought you were so evolved. Yeah, like, like everyone became a sex expert. They literally have sex once. They literally are now Samantha Jones. That's the part that truly made me lol. Was literally like, like I remember like going, yeah, you you seek out the other people that were having sex. And you'd like yeah. all hang out together and like talk about it. Yeah. And the, everyone was just like having the time of their life. But it was true too. Yes. Like, no one knew, honey, you don't know what you don't know. No. And also there's something about like there was no expectations to be good at sex because you were having it for the first time. Yeah. So like I wasn't supposed to like know my way around a prostate. Like I didn't no. you know what I, mean? I wasn't supposed to know how to rim somebody. I don't know. I remember there was pressure if like if you're a girl, like if you could give good head. Oh yeah. That's actually that's oh God. You know, yeah. like if you could like suck dick and like deep throat <laughs> cock. That's sick. Actually, I, I never said the word cock in high school. No, that would be psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there is something so deranged and scary about a teenager. Like yeah. I'm, like, ah! I'm like, literally call CPS. Like, literally call <laughs> Child Protective Services. She is unwell. She is not okay. Her parents are are like, doing something wrong. They ghosted. Well, it's like so. Like my parents. In high school, also, like, we had the house that everyone went to to party at. Mm. Because my parents, God bless them, they were a little gone girl. Mm. My dad remarried and moved to L.A. when I was 15. And my mom was sort of not around. Like, mm. she got a boyfriend and very much was over at his place Got a lot. it. And were you an only child? No, I had two siblings. It was very Lucy Lawless at my house. Like, it was very, like... Uh, like it was shocking like looking back at it I'm like oh my god we really were kind of parenting ourselves right and it is does bring like the whole like nature versus nurture thing because like I am a type A Virgo from hell so like (laughs) for me to not have any parenting I was sort of like I don't care because I like I I have my schedule and I have my routine and like I love that and like I'm always gonna get my work done and da 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 right so like I actually didn't really suffer in that way of needing that structure did your siblings yeah I think my brother sort of needed that more than I did my my sister was away at college so she wasn't really around but like it was it was wild there was like a back room shed where I like lost my virginity my boyfriend sorry with my boyfriend and then my brother would like have sex with girls back I mean, it was like it was like Caliglia vibes it was like literally like it was it was crazy it was like we were all fucking and like no one care it was just we- fucking it was in weird. the shed we were fucking in the shed but we also were I was fucking in my bedroom all the time I was fucking in the shower like and my mom like was just like she her room was on the other side of the house and it was sort of like its own vibe. zone yeah so like 
it was very much like she would just go in there, not come out, and like we would just do whatever we wanted. It was weird. I mean, I, you all, but there's always one. Like you always yeah, go to high school with yeah. one of those people where yeah. you're like, I don't know where their parents are, but we're at their house, and like here we are. I mean. There was one girl who lived in like a big McMansion uh-huh. in the suburbs. And oh, it's always the rich girl. Always the rich girl in the suburbs. And we would be full on like playing beer pong on her kitchen island. Yeah. And her mom would just come downstairs, very Amy Polar Mean Girls. Yeah. Like in a juicy sweatsuit, being sure. like, Can I get you guys anything? Like, can I make you more dip for your chips? Like, very that. It's so very supplying weird. alcohol vibes. That's so odd. I know. I just don't understand it. But I mean, I think. I don't know. Everyone's doing the best they can. Dot, dot, dot. I I, guess. Could could it be me? Could it be me? Oh, my God. Knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I hear? Why, yes, it is. Welcome to the high school guidance counselor's office. I'm your high school guidance counselor. In this segment of the podcast, you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. That can be many things. That can be you saying fuck you to someone. That can be you apologizing to someone. It's just you, whatever, whatever sort of gnaws at you from high school, you can now take it back. God, I was just about to say take back the night, but that's like a really serious thing. Did you have that at your high school? Oh yeah, when the drunk driving. Yeah, no. Take. Why did I think take was take back the night drunk driving or was it sexual assault? See, these are the things that they don't do anymore in high schools. They don't. Anyway, do I don't know? think so. Do I don't you know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Way, have, have you ever had a real high school student on this podcast? No, I would love to. You get, should. I w- like they need who to just be, graduated But they need school? to be 18 plus. No, I know, but someone who just graduated would be 18 yes, probably. Yes. So that would actually be very chic. I would know? love. Because I would love to know what's going on. I would love to know what's going on with the dolls. Maybe we actually just fully change the entire format moving forward and it's only high schoolers that come on. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really interesting though to have have a recently graduated person come and talk about their high school experience. Maybe I should just like get a co-host where they're kind of like my little young high school co-host. Uh, that's and maybe too I, much. That's too I can much throw to time. them. Yeah, it is no, too that's much too much time with an eighteen year old. No, but just one conversation. I'm one and done. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, what are the kids doing these? Yeah, what's going on? Talk about how much like high school has changed. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Um, look at me trying to produce your show. Okay, no, I think it's good. I'm literally again Virgo control freak. I'm like, anyways. If you know one, I'll happily. I don't. I mean, if I did, you'd have to arrest me. Yeah. Like literally, like I'm like I don't know. Maybe maybe Finn does. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know one. I don't know any. Um, let me think. I. I don't have any regrets about high school. It's very weird. I I remember it being a very fun, cool, weird experience. Like, I don't have any sort of... I mean, I think I'd be nicer. I think I would be nicer to people. I I don't think I would sort of... I would be like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to put on this protective shell. But I mean, I felt like at the time... I did, and it served me well. So, like, I never got teased. Yeah. So I'm sort of like, okay, that served its purpose. Um, God, I feel. Were you ever mean to a teacher? Oh yeah, there was a Spanish teacher who. Okay, my high school, all the teachers were so young. Yeah. I'm talking like 24. Yeah. 25, and you know, my Spanish teacher in my senior year, I was 18. And she was 21. And we tortured her. I mean, I, I didn't do this. But my friends did this where they would start to steal her office supplies <laughs> and then sign them 
whatever the black bandits are in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. Shows how well I did in Spanish. <laughs> and she literally would have to talk every day and be like, whoever is stealing my stapler, my pencil, like, stop. Please stop. And I would feel bad about that because we did torture her. We, like, yeah, there was a lot of that, which I'm like, okay, she was 21. She was probably hanging on by an emotional thread. Yes, but, absolutely. Like, well, was, you know, she was going home every day. You guys probably broke her. Yes. She literally was, like, a peer. She was a yes. peer of, like, like, but she was, like, literally, like, you are three years older than me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What? Like no, even and then, it's you could crazy. check in on her now, oh, and I know. she we probably really, just turned forty. I know, totally. And yeah. I'd be like, Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was also it was so funny. There was another teacher I had who was very sweet, but like truly wanted me to be her gay best friend. Mm. I swear to God, and she literally would keep me after class and like ask play me voicemails from an ex and be like what should i do oh my and i'd be God. like whoa i'd be like hun <laughs> and i remember being like something ain't right i mean i lo- i loved it because i was like well i am worldly and i do know a lot of things so i was like so like let's bring you know let's pull up the chair let's bring it out yeah he's an asshole he's yeah. an asshole and you shouldn't be with him meanwhile like literally i'm like dating someone who like treats me like shit um but like and then i remember when i graduated she gave me a mix CD. Oh and my god, that's mix. intimate. It is. And she the cover was her from her wedding photo shoot. What? It was really weird. <laughs> I'm I'm holding space for this woman because she truly was like lol yes. and sweet and yeah. like cool. But I am also a little bit like, babe, yeah, what's like- going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was, I got to tell you, there were a lot of weird relationships that the teachers had with students. Like, that looking yeah. back, I'm like, that ain't good. Right. Like, not in a, not, I don't know. Not, I don't know if I actually want to even indict them in that way. Of like, that ain't good. But, like, just very blurred lines. Like, very, like. It's not good. I'm not a regular teacher. I'm a, I'm a I'm cool, a cool teacher, teacher. And I'm like, I want to be your friend. I yeah. want to gossip. I want to, like, know what's going on. Right. And you're just like, wait, I don't understand. See, that's why I could not be a teacher. Because I know I would be one of those teachers. Yeah. I know I'd be like, so what's the what's tea? The tea? <laughs> did, <laughs> did, like, did Samantha hook yeah. up with Josh? Yeah. I think she totally did. Because yeah. when I was teaching her at first period, she was giving him these looks. Don't tell her I said anything. Yeah. Don't tell her I said anything. You're like, okay, this is literally. Per- oh, I know. This is actually fucked up. So when I, <laughs> there was like a rival gay okay. in my town. Okay? In the town? Not even at your school? No. He went to a different school, but he was a very talented artist. He still is. He's very successful now. We were both like very ambitious gays destined for big things. And we were, we had a lot of mutual friends and we were, I was legitimately like a mean girl towards him mm-hmm. and he came out after I did and mm. I remember I came out before him and being like and I remember I would like troll him for not coming out and be like so when are you gonna do it and he'd be like, mm, and I'd be like when are you gonna do it like so I would like babe, bully it was, him I would bully him to come out can you imagine oh, like literally after God. being in that own hell myself like superimposing that onto him like literally like it's insane but again honey like your brain is a bag of worms like yes. literally like you d- you are so unwell and mm-hmm. you're so insane secure mm-hmm. and you're so deep in your own pain like do you know what I mean yes 
But anyway, we actually ended up being very close friends for a big chunk of my 20s. So, like, we're, we're good. You're cool now. Yeah. I ran into him at a house party a few weeks ago. Great. Slay. He's doing great. Um, so, it's all good. But I remember just, like, looking back at that, I'm like, oh, my God, that is so psychotic. <laughs> that is insane that I was, like, literally cyberbullying this gay guy for not being out because I had just gotten – I think, like, when I became out, I was just sort of I, – I think I would do that with this other – like, I was just like, come out, come yeah. out, come out. Because you also – there's a part of you, too, that, like, doesn't want to be alone. A little bit like that. I was a little bit like, okay, it's lonely at the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's lonely you know, at the top. It's, it's like, cold come on, and like, can someone – and he yeah. – But he – yeah. But then he also ended up, like – I think like I can't remember trying to hook up with my ex-boyfriend and mm. that really pissed me off. That would piss me off too. Yeah, and that was like really Yeah, you're like, oh, like, you wanna play those oh, games? Oh, you wanna play those games? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone tried to fuck my boyfriend when or my ex-boyfriend when we broke up. I was furious, <sighs> but he was really hot. So it like, happens. I know. Do we have a classmates corner? Okay, so Classmates Corner is okay. when our listeners get to talk to me and you. Okay. <laughs> and we get to Just guide so them. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck okay. up. <laughs> um, and we get to give them our high school guidance okay. counselor advice. Okay, I love that. So, Tevi, what did our classmates say today? Great. So we have Paula today. She says, hi, Greta. Love the pod. And it's inspired me to be more inquisitive about my own friend's high school experiences. And I've gotten some great stories out of it. For my session with the guidance counselor, I'd like to send a long-distance thank-you note to the student council member who was running the ticket booth for my winter formal sophomore year. I was attempting to buy two tickets during lunch period, one for me and one for my close friend who happened to be a girl. The teacher was trying to tell me that I couldn't purchase a ticket for someone without their student ID, despite my efforts to explain that she didn't have one because she was homeschooled. As I was getting visibly upset, the student next to the teacher bursts out, they can't discriminate against lesbians. My conservative evangelical self was mortified and only got more upset by trying to defend myself. My current queer self looks back and wonders how that student was able to read me so easily years before I even came out to myself. Anyways, thanks for being a great ally to a closeted queer, long-lost council member, XOXO. That's not a question. Oh, that's not a question. Not but a that question. was a lovely note. We love you and we're holding space. But yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, what the literal fuck? That actually made me flashback to like in high school, there was a blood drive. Yeah. And I went with my boyfriend and they're like, well, you can't donate blood because you've had anal. And I was like, <sighs> but also I was like, I have had anal. You're yeah. right. I was like, lock me, but through the wiki, I get plowed every single day. I literally was like, that's fucking crazy and prejudiced. And like, I'm going to literally get railed every day and you can't stop me but, uh, but also this is a fucked up practice but also i get real is it still true that yeah, if you're gay is. you can't give blood I think they're trying to change it but yeah i think it's still true which is psychotic <sighs> so fucking crazy it ain't right darling it ain't right it ain't right um, um i love it though that reminded me so much of like the bureaucracy i was about school. to say that the, really the asinine rules the, the bullshit. rules oh my god the rules the of red the, tape i know that teacher that was like Unfortunately, uh, your Where's friend that you yeah need, need her high school ID. Yeah, high school ID. It's like, oh my it's god, like, grow, grow up, grow yeah, up. literally like, get a fucking life. Truly, like nine one one. I'm getting you fifty one fifty eight seaters. <laughs> <laughs> um, you kind of already answered this question, but if you could go back in time and give your uh, high school self any advice, what would it be? <clears throat> oh my god, I mean. I would probably say that the things that you're most ashamed about and scared to be are going to be the reasons why you're going to be able to buy a house in your 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So like, honey, you can fight who you are, but it's not going to be a fight you're ever going to win. Yeah. So you might as well embrace it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I would tell him, do not be celibate for most of your 20s, which I was. Really? Yeah. And I'd be like, there, I, I don't regret anything largely because like truly life slay. Like, who cares? But I did have a period of celibacy in my 20s that I think did some damage. On How my, long? Um, I mean, if we're talking anal, like a decade. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like I in New York, I would just like have like a full two years without kissing someone. I was just very insecure. I was so, and I was closeted by disability. I was just so tortured and I hated myself so much. And I felt like, I felt like when I had my boyf in, in senior year, like I was like, wow, all of this is available to me in a way that I didn't expect. And then when we broke up, it just sort of like reconfirmed every worst fear I had about right. myself. And it, like, set me back. It was actually crazy. Like, that breakup was so destabilizing to my whole existence. Yeah. And it, in, a, in a really tragic way, it took me years to overcome that. It was really wild. And it was, like, it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, you don't ever, you always want to think about growth, like, in linear terms. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, like, you think, like, okay, th- I did this person. I'm going to continue dating. Like, this is just how life is going to be. But that breakup really fucked me up. And, like, there was reverberations throughout my 20s that, like, truly to this day, like, shock me. Right. You know what I mean? But it was... um I yeah. understand. I mean, different, very different, but I, I had a high school breakup that, like, has shocked me. Really? To how deeply it affected me. It's really intense. I mean, like, you... Like, it's so stupid because it happens, you know, when you're so young and, you know, if you add up all the time, it feels so kind of inconsequential and whatever. But but it's that first wound. You know what I mean? It's like that first cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? And kind of like back to the point of who we are in high school, Mm -hmm. which in many ways is like there to me, there's something so pure about it. Mm-hmm. And to get you're so open because you don't have yeah, any baggage. No. You're just literally like, love me. I love you. Yeah. Like, here's everything I have to offer. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even know to like play games. I don't even know what those are. Right. Like, it's so and innocent. to get rejected from that, or to get like to have that piece of you get wounded, it's almost like a whole shutdown. Yes. Of like, oh, just kidding. Like you suck yes like your yes. whole thing because well, every like when you're in that age every ounce of self-esteem you have is like basically charged on a credit card like on yeah. loan and so like you're outsourcing to your relationship to feel good you're outsourcing to your friendships so when something really horrible happens to you and you feel rejected again it just is it just reconfirms everything that you'd feared to be true yeah Exactly. And the credit card <laughs> declines. <laughs> yeah, declines. You can't charge anymore. You have to pay it off, which is really. Yeah, you're just left with a lot of debt. You're just left with a lot of debt. <laughs> they have to really pay off for and a long time. For a lot for life. For life. It's crazy. And your credit score never gonna be good. It's never gonna be good. <laughs> did you go to prom? Yeah, of course I went to prom. Are you kidding? What'd you wear? I wore a Mark by Mark Jacobs suit. Absolutely. Because when I when I was so I grew up pretty lower middle class, like I, le- real ladybird vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was eighteen, I got a settlement for uh for when I was delivered. Obviously, the doctor made some mistakes, and so he paid for them. And so I got my a settlement money when I was eighteen. So I my senior year kind of became like a nouveau riche nightmare. <laughs> 
It's very strange to have more money than your parents at 18. That's really strange. And like, wouldn't recommend it. You know what I mean? It's like, it fucks up the power dynamic, right? But I all of a sudden had access to these things that I just like couldn't believe. And honey, this was 2005. Yeah. This was, I mean, you're a Parsons girl, so you know. This is Mark by Mark. So this is Mark by Mark 2005. This was when Mark was chubby and on heroin. <laughs> okay. This is when he was a schlubby nerd. This is before he found the gym in Chelsea and became a David Barton. David game. Barton. And David you know, Barton and you know I lived across the street from David Barton and I went Wait, to Wait, I did Barton. too. Really? Which one? I lived in I lived on in Astor the car Tourette. No, what? I lived in the one in Chelsea. Oh, I lived across on the street. On twenty third. Wait, this is actually LMA because I moved I moved into this place on Astro Place. Can you tell I had some of my money? And um <laughs> and I remember like I just moved to New York. I got this really amazing studio at Astro Place. And I remember there's <laughs> People painting at night, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is New York! It's like the Cooper yeah. Union. It's the Cooper Union Art Studios. They're doing their artwork." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's just construction for David Barton Gym." That's so funny. I, I remember was, that David Barton that opened right there. Yeah, yeah. I lived across the street. Obviously, was, never went there a day in my life. That was like between Broadway. It was yes. like just off Broadway. Yeah, Lafayette and Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I lived for three years. Best. Oh my god, heaven. Great Love years. That. But but like so, I became like a Mark by Mark head, and I remember like taking going to L.A. I used to take cabs to L.A. Oh, which were like four thousand dollars. You know what I mean? It's a miracle that I have anything left. It's a miracle Um, that you're alive. No, it is. It is. And I remember, I was like, for prom, I'm only going mark by mark. It was (laughs) mental illness, like true, true mental illness. Did you take your boyfriend? Uh, We were broken up. Oh, Mm. oh, oh! But okay. Mental illness too. So we broke up, but I was obsessed with him. Clearly, it was like non-consensual, and I like still wanted to be with him. Right? God, I wonder if. Well, no one will know who he is. No, you haven't said his name. Okay, great. Okay, so he still is my date to prom. I mean, it was pathetic. I was pathetic. Yeah. I was literally like, let's still be friends. And he's like, okay. But I was like, mm, like yeah, after but him. like, love me. Love me. Yeah. Like, be my date to prom. He's like, sure. Don't do yeah. He showed up to prom coming off of meth. And so he fell asleep. And I was like, mm. I was like, wake up. Wake up. Did you know he was coming off of meth? He told me. And I was, because I was like, why are you so sleepy? <laughs> Did he smoke it? I don't really Snorted? know, Do but you it was smoke with, meth? but it was with his, but it was with his new boyfriend, which was like. By the way, mm. I wasn't upset about the meth. I was upset about the new boyfriend. Sure, I was like literally like that's your own journey. God yeah. bless. But I was fierce, and I got into a screaming match with him at prom, and then he left, and then. But also, I was no angel too, because then we rented a motel room, and I took four somas and passed out. Actually. It, I everyone left and I passed out in bed with the guy that I tortured for not being out. <laughs> and then so so then we slept, spent the night together. We didn't do anything, but we like literally cuddled. I was like literally on Soma's like vegetable vibes. That's you know what I mean? Very funny. I know, I know. There was always like high drama. Like there was always things going on. I remember my girlfriend and I dated the same guy for a summer. Like we wanted to be like the dreamers. <laughs> Honey, yeah. I'm telling you, I this is just the tip. There's Who was like, Michael Pitt? In that scenario, you probably me, yeah. Because wait, wasn't weren't they brother sister? Yeah, ooh, twisted, (laughs) very twisted. (laughs) They were. It was brother sister, but it was so funny because it was my best girlfriend, and and it was this guy who was really cute, like kind of nerdy, but like had a huge dick. I feel like so many like 
nerds have huge dicks. Yes. Anyway, um, it's actually it's like it's, it's, actually it's God's little it's trick. God's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to learn. Yeah. Um, and we would we wanted to be so evolved. We wanted to be like the French. You know what I mean? Like of we wanted to, we wanted to be like like. Does it bother you that like, I'm also dating him? I'm like, no, it doesn't bother me. By the way, it didn't bother me because I didn't care about him that way. But like, like she was like, no, I totally. It's fine. You want to hook up with him? That's totally fine. Like literally, just, like teeth chattering. You know what I mean? It's like her first love, and. We were neighbors, so he would literally go hook up with me and then go to her house and hook up with her. Oh, my God. And it was wild. Horny. It was horny. Very horny. And it was all kind of pilled out. It was all sort of like, you know what I mean? Like insane stuff. (laughs) But actually, I mean, it gets twistier and turnier because, oh, God, he... He he had no problems getting hard with me, okay. But he also he had problems getting hard with her. Mm. So kind of a tale as old as time. Well, because I think he was probably probably gay. gay. I have not. You know that there's some people that like they're not on social meds and like right. They, like literally, it's like vanished and without a trace. There's no way. Of- no, and I and I'm still curious because I loved him. He was so smart, so funny, so bright, and like I just had such a blast with him. He was such like a formative part of my high school experience. And honey, I can't find him. I need to find a private detective. Like literally, like yeah, you need to hire a PI. It's actually crazy. Like he is not gone like because usually you can like kind of find people even through those like little websites like before, no, you, before even clicking so, sometimes like, you're like were you a figment of my imagination no it's wild yeah it's absolutely wild because i cannot find him i'm so curious george yeah. about because he was so fun and that that was such a crazy crazy time we had together but like yeah honey Love Yikes. that. Yeah, some things you can't take with you. <laughs> did you finally the last question yeah. of this podcast? Did you have a senior superlative? Was that a thing? Oh yeah, I did. <gasps> what I did. was I it? I told you I was deeply popular. <laughs> um, uh, I got something that, in retrospect, was coded for biggest faggot, <laughs> which, which was? was most dramatic. I love that. <laughs> and I got it with my friend who later came out of the closet as a lesbian. So we, and she she was dramatic. She That's... was drama. We were actually friends, and there was like ups and downs, and da da da. So us both getting voted most dramatic and having to pose was truly lol. I love that because it was like a our friendship was like a roller coaster. And when we were on, we were on, and we were off. It was scorched earth. I love I that know. so much. Were you, did you have a senior superlative? <sighs> the senior superlatives in my high school they were kind of like jokes. They weren't oh. like they weren't like traditional, and they were fucking dumb. And mine was. Most most likely to be on a gospel choir or in a gospel choir because I hate s- a God. <laughs> well, yeah, but also because I because I hated God and because I sang in the gospel choir like in my school. Oh, oh, you did? Why? Yeah, because the acapella group would not let me in. Why? Because I was too talented. Oh my god, love <laughs> the mic breaks. Yeah, because actually, it actually the mic just cuts you off. It yeah. just starts to be like me. Yeah, yeah so it's it like goes and, and then like the video is just yeah. gonna be like the the light flickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because I was too talented. Everyone was deeply threatened by me. Yeah, no totally, one, you totally, know, totally. classic tale. No one let my star shine. Yeah. But what blah, do you think blah. actually really happened? Um, I. <laughs> I think that they, I think that like literally everyone like, like no, actually, I think, was, I actually think I was too talented. Seriously? Yeah. Wait, legitimately? Yeah. And so, but I think what, people what that, punished wait, what, me because I was like a stoner but, but and I was a non I'm confused. 
You know, sometimes people just want mediocrity because they oh you, can, you can control mediocrity. You can't control. They greatness. want mid. They wanted mid. They wanted mid. They wanted mid. And, and honey, you were they got prestige. mid because they were, let me you tell were you giving something. prestige. You were giving prestige. I was giving prestige. I was giving premium cable. Yeah, you were giving Fleischman is in trouble. <laughs> Acapella is in trouble. Acapella is in trouble. Wow, that's so sad. So you got gospel. So you were forced to sing gospel hymns. Yes, as punishment because you were like, I need to sing. Sing is my life. Yes. My voice cannot be restrained. Like, exactly. Restricted, so I'm going to have to just sing But like God. low key, I think that people just wanted to punish me because I was like stoned all the time. You were stoned all the time? Yeah, I was like stoner girl. Oh, twist. Yeah. Oh, God, I hated weed. I was like stoner girl, cigarette girl, and I think people were like, you know. Were you still at boarding school? No, I was back home. I was okay. back in D.C. Because you like left. Yeah, yeah. Boarding school, I actually did get to sing my little heart out quite a bit. Wait, did you go to Sidwell? No, I went to Georgetown Day, which is glam. like across the street, essentially. My friend went Sidwell. to Sidwell. Do you know Kat Marnell? I, I know Kat Marnell as you know Kat Marnell, but... Kat's incredible. She also is a D.C. girl. A D.C. girl. Yeah, also a boarding school, school girl. Of course. So I'm like, honey, you and Kat. We need to get Kat on this show. Cat's incredible. Cat's in New York. Yeah, I met her a couple times. She's an absolute blast. Like, she's so fun. We share the same drug dealer in New York, which Slay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I had to listen to him recite poetry sometimes, but it was worth it. (laughs) It was absolutely worth it. And she's the best. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Of course. It was so fun. Where can all my little listeners find you and follow you and and take more of your work? They can grow up and get a life. That sounds good. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, no, seriously. Oh, Come on. I mean, I'm only on Instagram. I deleted Twitter. I deleted Facebook. That's good. Okay, Instagram slash Ryan Ocon. That's it. There we go. You know, <laughs> it's just like literally like pictures of thoughty pictures of me. And I then love it. News about my career. And that's it. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had me. such a treat talking yeah, with you. I need too. you to come back on for part two. Oh. I feel like we just didn't even like. I know there the is surface. a lot of stories. Do you have some like? Do you have some guests that are flops? Uh, oh no! Uh, None of my guests are. Flops. Are you serious? Not one. Not one. Not one flop. Not um, one flop. Her t- uh, li- listeners, her her teeth are chattering. <laughs> she's she, she, she's uh, signaling to Jane. She's saying, "Cut, Jane. Jane can we cut? cut? Thank cut. you." So I just want I just want everyone to know the truth. Jane, cut. Because I'm a truth I'm a truth teller. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for listening to Senior Superlatives. If you want to talk to the high school guidance counselor, please email us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com with the subject line classmates corner. Thank you so much for listening. Five stars only, positive reviews only. I don't like negativity. It's a new year positivity. <laughs> and um, thank you so much. And as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Bye. Bye. That was a headgum podcast.